time for the Brit and the Bumpkin. It's time for the Brit and the Bumpkin. Norm's from England and no one cares. Jack's from America, like that's rare. Here they are, nonetheless. Roll Tide. Can we put those headphones? I've never seen someone do that. That's actually the way you're supposed to wear them. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, I, I, so you know how you uh, remember how they did you see the site when they put out the, how you're supposed to use the Chinese food box? Have you seen that? Like, you, you can break down the box okay, and use it as a plate. We, we, we should save this. And then, uh, Sorry, I'm there's like a website where you can actually show you how you're supposed to actually use things. And they, the way they design these, where you go around the ear and put them in. Why does no one do that? Because no one was shown how to. Steve Jobs died before he actually took off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He never came out anymore. <laughs> And that's what happens when you <laughs> refuse chemotherapy. He had his smoothies. Yeah, he was like, I, I'm going to do this on my own, guys. And they were like, no, you're really not. It's uh, it's pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic. It, it's going to kill you. 6% survival cancer, rate. Man. It's cancer. It's the lowest survival rate of all the major cancers. But he was, you know, his brain was going to... Well, here's what I... Because I, I don't believe in... I don't even say I don't believe in medicine. I do think that the mind can heal the body. However, I do think that sometimes the science actually works with the mind and the body at the same time, and you're led to the pills you need to take. Like, actually, you go, oh, okay, the red pill or the blue pill, that'll help me out right now. Like, I'm going to do it with my consciousness. Well, you need to consciously take some medicine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we've already started. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Brit and the Bumpkin. My name is Norm Corrington, and I am the Brit. My name is Jet Coleman, and Bumpkin. Our guest today is the very funny Mr. Hayward Turnipseed Jr. Is the junior very important to you? Uh, it just is a three. It makes it three parts. Uh, now nah, yeah. I don't have a I don't have a middle name, so I can't go Hayward A Turnipseed. Do you have a third? No, no, no. That, I, I ended that with me. That's enough. Like Hayward Turnipseed is an old name. You know? like uh, my dad was when he had me. He was already like 30, 35, 6 or seven. And this is in the sixties. Hayward's 60s. a cool name, man. Not even no, well, not growing you don't up. Think so? <laughs> not growing up is not really why? Because your name Haywood. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first joke I ever heard. But why is that? What is the? What is that? Why is that? Why is that a joke? And people used to tease me. That's all. But like, what? What is? I don't. It's like, just tough growing Jack, up. Jack, you can have a lot of dirty fun with ah, that. Ah, I see. My grandfather's name was Jack, and he was a cool dude. So it was Jack Turnipseed. It was like you're the that son. is yeah. a tight name. Yeah, Jack was cool. That's then a tight name. Jack. Hey, Turnipseed. Turnipseed always sounded like it. It, it, it sounded important, but yeah, then no like shit. my dad was a drug dealer, so it was just like, oh. Uh, Jack Turnipseed <laughs> sounds, sounds like a poet. <laughs> it, does. It, it also kind of sounds like Jack Whitehall. Yeah, Jack yeah, White. It just, it just sounds like a posh. I think yeah. a lot of African Americans have really yeah sounding British. Yeah, names. yeah, and that's what this is. It's like sounds like Fleetwood Coupe Deville, <laughs> which is from the Wiz, <laughs> <laughs> which is from the Wiz. Is like that's that's one of those names. And as you can, um, oh yeah, wait, is that the the Lion, Carolyn yeah, yeah, Lion? That's yeah, his name, yeah. Fleetwood Coupe Deville. Amazing. Who plays the Lion in that again? Oh, he's a, he was a Broadway star. I forget his Michael name. Jackson's the tin, the tin Michael Jackson. Tin. No, Michael Jackson is the scarecrow. Oh, okay. Nipsey that, Russell is the Tin Man. Dorothy, yeah, she's Dot. Okay, they're remaking it. David Allen Greer is playing the Cowley Lion. Let's go around. Did anyone want to see the Muppet Wizard of Oz? I think. I yes, think, yes, I did. Was, uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Because Fozzie was it was was Fozzie the Lion? 
I would imagine so. I think Fozzie was the lion. Yeah. But then do they have like, is there a Muppet that looks more like a lion than Fozzie who's actually a bear? That, that, um, the, the dog. The one that plays the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolf. <laughs> Rolf. Yeah, Rolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Muppet, Muppet conversation, Muppet based conversation. But Jack, your name isn't even Jack. No, it's not. I'm actually the fourth. Which is why I was inquiring about why you don't have the third. Really? Because I stopped. It was like, there was no... Oh, one. my son's the fifth, dude. It's happening. <laughs> but see, that's, we're, we're doing it. You're from Alabama. Get... You're from the place my people were raised. I'm trying to get away from that shit. <laughs> Do you want to get into that story? We can. We can. But tell us more about Jack. So what is it, Jack? What is your full name, Jack? My, my full name is John James. Yes, it is. And yes, John and, James Coleman the fourth. Yes, yes, it is. And my dad, How many car dealerships, did you <laughs> dude. No, seriously, if you go to jackcoleman.com, it's a car dealer. I know it. <laughs> so is Jim Coleman. Yeah. So with, how many car dealerships? I, do don't, you know? I have no idea. Well, you but, come for money though. Uh, not really. No. No. My mom. Well, my dad is like a lawyer. My mom oh, okay. is like a redneck. Uh, so is he an Esquire? Uh, is your dad like Jack Coleman Esquire? No, my dad is John James Coleman the third Esquire. No, he doesn't, he doesn't do that BS. <laughs> see, that's what's good. I was going to use Esquire. He would tell him to see Esquire until I found out that Esquire really meant something. Oh. I got that from. Well, you can Bill also be the first, firstborn son, and you can holler at Esquire than your name. Really? Yeah, firstborn oh, son oh, that's, or lawyer. That's me. Yeah, there you go. That's me. Totally hey, then I can change it. Yep, do it. Hey, yeah. would turn up to Esquire. Esquire. I like. I just like Esquire. Yeah. Right? <laughs> just get an office with like a mahogany door and like a like fuzzed out window, and then put see my phone. I got a wood grain oh, phone. There you go. <laughs> my dad's name is also Norman, but I'm te- I'm not a junior because we have different middle names. Middle names oh, yeah. like the Bushes. But yeah, but occasionally I like to pretend so I'm like, hey, Norman Quentin Junior, like Robert Downey Junior. <laughs> see, Quentin is a. What is that? What what is, what is I that? I believe it's. Origi- I think it's like way, way back French, and I think it's like Carrington. Okay. And then they changed it to a Q to be somewhere along the line. Someone changed it to a Q and a U just to be a bit more snobby or something like that. Yeah. But it sounds. Yeah. We, it sounds like a posh surname, but we're yeah. not a posh family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quarrington. It no, sounds real. By no yeah. Means. Yeah. The, my dad used to always joke when I was like a kid, like you know, I really wanted to call you Quad, but your mom wouldn't. <laughs> That's what uh, Clyde Co- Coleman. That's what we call because Co- Ralph Cooper. You know Ralph, right? Ralph, he's the third. Yeah, so Ralph Cooper is the third, and no, he's the third. So, so don't, we call him Trey. His son is Quad. Yeah, he's Trey. Oh, you son, you really call him Quad? Yeah, I call his son Quad or oh, uh, Quattro. <laughs> One of my best friends is a third, and every time I went over to his house, everyone in this whole family, Trey, yeah, Trey, Trey, yeah. Trey, 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 Trey. That's how that's what's kid. That's the thing when someone Trey because three because they're third. Yeah. I never knew that was a thing. Yeah, Wait, yeah that's, that's not, that wasn't just that that. Family, that's an actual thing that people, people yeah. do. Yeah. Oh, I think oh, it's yeah. a... Yeah. 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 yeah, it's, it's a thing. That's a Will Smith kid's name. is like Will Smith Jr. Will Smith III, so he's Didn't Trey. I know someone named Trey who's not the third. <laughs> yeah, that's just Trey. So, so there's, there's two different Trey's, I believe. There's T-R-E-Y and T-R-E. T-R-E with the apostrophe. Okay. Yeah, T-R-E with the apostrophe is yeah. typically people who are in families who have lots of apostrophes to begin with. Mm. Black point. families is what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Shantae, Dante, Alante. Jack's son is James. <laughs> do, you, do you remember at the show on Monday? <laughs> oh. You told so what was the joke you told? You told some joke and that reminded me of Blazing Saddles. Oh, and I said, Where the white women at? <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was just great. That was great. That was, it was so funny. I said, Where the white women at? Because oh you went up, he was like Blazing Saddles, and I was oh, New Sheriff Town. And then nobody, people, I don't understand, that's one of the best comedies. Dude, it's one of the best. It's written by Richard Pryor. A lot of it is ad-libbed. A lot of it is is, is ad-libbed. But yeah, it's crazy that's written by Richard Pryor, and he was going to star in it and be the... uh, The sheriff. The sheriff, right? Hollywood, And that whole saga that's behind that. Said why wasn't he in it? They didn't think he was famous enough at the time or something. Hollywood Studios didn't want him in it. They didn't think he was a bankable star. Uh, 
and it was just like so what, this is a little free, rough too. Yeah, this is free yeah. him making loads of buddy comedies with Gene Wilder. Yeah, yeah, right before that, later okay, like right okay. before that, like he had wrote that with Mel Brooks, and this is like during his change from a clean comic to a dirty comic. Uh-huh. Well, I don't say dirty comic to a more real comic, uh-huh. or blue as they say, the cocaine. Yeah, gym, yeah, yeah, and then they were like, this this guy isn't like. We can't really trust that he's going to f- go along with what we're doing right now. And they're like, no, he's not. He's going to be. And Mel Brooks, like I said, he said, I probably could have fought more for him to be in it. But we really wanted to make the mo- get the movie made. So it was just like, okay, let's just deal with what we got to deal with. And, and that kind of pissed Richard off and sent him left. And then he started making those movies with Gene Wilder and whatnot. And it was just like, F Hollywood. <laughs> and the guy they got was like, he did a good job. Uh, uh, Cleavon. Yeah, he was yeah. like, he was in a sheriff show on TV. I think so, yeah, yeah, Some yeah. sort of show on yeah. TV. And he, I think that, and I think, I don't know, I'm sure Richard Parr obviously would have brought something different to the role. And I'm sure he would have done fabulous. I think it would have been a different movie. It would have been a different movie yeah. because the reason, I think one of the reasons it worked in the way in which it did then is because he seems so squeaky clean. Yeah. That, yeah. that that's they were yeah. constantly playing off that throughout yeah. the whole movie with like you know when he first gets to town and the little thing rolls up like yeah. welcome welcome sheriff <laughs> that's hilarious the sheriff in town. Yeah. Um, that's then, what the whole to me God, that that's so the whole good. thing with Django like the whole when they say the, there's a nigga on the horse they get that from Blazing Saddles oh. I'm like that's that whole running joke is yeah. literally yeah, yeah, yeah. they they pulling yeah, Blazing Saddles Samuel Jackson runs out the house yeah, who's like, that what's he doing <laughs> <laughs> That's all Blazing Saddles, man. It's just like, what? What's going on here? Sam Jackson in Django, man. Great. He was great. <laughs> Amazing. He was great. The the most probably the, the most villainous dude <laughs> in yeah. the last ten years. So my one of my friends from back home, she's an air stewardess for Virgin Atlantic, and she once had Sam Samuel Jackson on her one of her flights. And earlier that day, she'd been in a hotel room watching a movie called The 51st State. Have you seen Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam yeah. Jackson and Robert Carlyle. Yeah. It's like an Anglo-British movie. Yeah. And she was like, I was just watching you on TV this morning. And he was like, oh, what film? And he goes, The 51st Day. And he, he like looked at her for like a beat and went, that's one of my favorites. Because <laughs> <laughs> he makes anything, man. I was hoping you were going to say Snakes on a Plane. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's that what I was hoping for. That you watch that and then, and snake, then like... Then he would have been like, you want to see one? No. <laughs> he should totally put a snake in his bag whenever he goes on a plane. And then if someone like pisses him off... <laughs> He's like, watch this black snake moan. Ha ha. ha <laughs> he likes snake uh, movies. Keep, me, keep making puns about Samuel Jackson's movie names. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> I haven't just seen Black Saint man. That's one where he uh, handcuffs a girl to a radiator. Or yeah, he's right? a blues guy. It's yeah. Christina Ritchie. Yeah, yeah. And she's like she's a sex addict. addict. Oh, yeah, okay. sex addict, yeah, drug yeah, addict. Yeah. She she yeah. molests this boy. In the movie. Thank you. And it's like great. <laughs> uh, uh, it's great. She she does what Wendy would do if Wendy would do something. Wendy Adams going crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait. Wednesday Adams. Wednesday Adams. That's her name. Wednesday. Whatever. It's all Peter Pan to me. (laughs) It's all Peter Pan to me. (laughs) Don't don't name your kids after days of the week. Tuesday, Wednesday. I have a cousin named Tuesday. Tuesday turnip seed. Think about that's that a one. tight name too. Whoa, that's another, that's another your family. <laughs> the names of your family are off the chain. Your family needs to write yeah. a baby book. Tuesday, what other cool Tuesday. names you got? We have Tuesday turnip seed. Uh, my boys are uh, Coltrane and Thelonious. Uh, I have a cousin named Barney. <laughs> what, are these, what, what are they? What are these people's nicknames? Do they have nicknames? Uh, Barney was just Barney. We call him Barney Rubble. Uh, Tuesday was TT. Um, my boys are Train, of course, Train and uh, Monk. And then, uh, <laughs> damn, <laughs> yeah, cool I mean, that was a cool. Well, a friend of mine has a dog named Coltrane, and I was like, "That's a cool." Actually, I just I love and I love John Coltrane. I was like, well, "You know what? That actually is a cool name for a first name." 
to give somebody. And I was like, right. why not? And then it was like, yeah, we'll make them tough. You don't know how many dogs there are in Jack, man. <laughs> so many dogs. <laughs> you know how many dogs? I know about five or six people with the, with the name. Well, Jack is Jack. a good name, though. Jack yeah. is a, it's, it's a laid back name. I don't really name. like it when people give Dog, animals like human my, names. My dog in home is named Judy, and it's she's like Judy Six. I knew someone that had a <laughs> someone that had a horse. My family called. likes to like name things in uh, order. over and over, like again. to count. <laughs> we're like, we're, we're, we say your family has very cool names. We're just boring. It's <laughs> like this is one, two. See, it's cool to like white people, but black people used to always tease me about being a slave growing up. That's the and that's why it sucked growing up. It would be like, yo, that's a that's a really oh, mean slave name. What? Yeah, oh yeah, black people are rough on each other, man. Patrice O'Neill has a great bit about it. Patrice has a great bit about how mean black people are to one another about our names. Uh, in the UK, I know there's a rift between um, uh, black people of Caribbean descent and yep. black people of uh, like straight African descent yep. kind of thing because there's this whole, especially in, pri- in like prisons, yeah, yeah. there's like a big feud between yeah. like African, African British people and <laughs> Caribbean British people yeah. <laughs> because they're like, you sold us. Out, yeah, yeah. literally. That's like what? where the term comes from. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you? What are you even like? I got friends who tease me. I'm like, what are you even doing here, Pierre? Like, your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Thanks for missing that first boat. <laughs> you wouldn't even be named Pierre if you had kept some of us back. But it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Okay. We all got everybody got their hatred. You got like uh, uh, you know Protestants and Catholics and here you got rednecks and mm-hmm. Northerners. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. has a reason to shit or something. This is why we need like isms because like here's the thing like as as black isms, people isms like like isms like you know like Bob Marley song like there's always kind of different isms. So you, racism, religiousism, colonialism, sexism. You need Funny-ism. somebody. You need a person on top. That's what the pyramid is all about. You need a person on top and a person on the bottom. Somebody got to think it and somebody got to build it. It's never the same person. You need an architect and you need a worker. It's like as an American black man, you know, as like Barack Obama's become president, there's less and less racial things I can say and sexual insulting things I can say about people. And I'm like, wait a minute. I want my time to shit on somebody. Like, I really want to hate Asians or something. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Wait, wait, what do you mean? You, you mean like Obama has equal brought the bottom of racism up? No, well, so exactly. A- the, the the playing field is like, it's, it's, it's raised a, a, a bit. Like as a, as a, as a man, as a black and, man in America, it used to be, I can say anything, pissed, right? you are not able to Yeah, because we missed our minutes. Yeah, we, we, we missed our minute to say <laughs> something about somebody, right? I can't even talk shit about Uber drivers. I right? that's <laughs> what the healthcare bill is, basically. <laughs> that's just really about oppressing white people, you know? No, no. No, it's about enli- it's about enlifting. More white people benefit was, from that it. That was now. Alabama perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama, I love it. That's the city that just hates itself. That's the. I country. should have like an accent whenever I want to say something as like that's super like dickish from Alabama, so that people at home know. <laughs> I like Alabama. It's green. A lot of green. It's a lot of green. That's about um my ancestors. They they came in through ten South Carolina. Like there's some turnip seeds in South Carolina. And then uh, they settled in Alabama, and then my family, my grandfather, and then moved from Alabama to Indiana. Indiana, and then yeah. how did you get here? How did I get here? I was in the Air Force. I was in the military. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so like, I went great. to college for a minute, played some football, slept with some white women. That's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's so nice of you to be in the military. How long were you in the military? Uh, three and a half years. Three and a half years. Uh, I got out a little bit early. Did you do any like tours? No, no. I was in during peacetime. Like, most I ever did was go to New York to pick up a truck. <laughs> that was it. That was that's really that's like. So here, out with here's a, a question that I, I think that like there's some countries that do this. And let me ask you this. Um, and I didn't do this, so it's kind of I don't know a hollow a hollow theory, if you will. 
I think that there should be some sort of requirement um, before you know you're like 25 to do I mean, national a, service, right? a year or two of I national concur. service. I agree. Because I think, and you know, um, my grandfather was in the military, mm-hmm. and so I kind of have a little bit of a perspective on it, and I know that he's a little crazy now because of the stuff he saw in Vietnam. <laughs> you know, <laughs> obviously, Vietnam, yeah. right? And so yeah. he gave he gave a lot back, um, yeah. and, and that sort of thing. And so, like, like I think sanity. that he he really respects his country, and he probably yeah. does so even more than I do. And um, and it's something that I think a lot of people today don't really understand. Yeah, America is. This is my opinion. I was watching a movie the other day with Robert Redford and Gandalf in The Last Castle. And so to speak, that's kind of America, if you ask me, right now. It's like the last empire of sorts. Like Britain was the one before. And, uh, you know, this is how America came into being. You know, this is, how do I want to say this? Um, with other empires and other, other, other democracies or governments or whatever, you haven't had this um, amount of freedom of the people. Like, the people in America are really as free to be as dumb as they want to be, which is what freedom really boils down to. It's just like, hey, we don't, we vote against our interests. Like, you have people in uh, Alabama. Oh, totally. Mississippi or, like, Iowa. They vote against their interests. And it's like, how do you even think that? Because you can think that a person might do better than you, and you don't want them to be in that position to do better than you unless they have to go through exactly what you went through so to speak. It's like this whole fraternity hazing type thing that we do with our society. That being said, you know, I'm watching um, like the Pope come and then right behind that I'm watching the Million Man March and at one point black people were sold as slaves on the mall and now here we are coming back some 400 odd years later like, hey, you know what? Things still aren't equal. Things still aren't where they're supposed to be but now we can say this with at least an, a thought of peace. It's not as peaceful as it needs to be. We know right now shit is fucked up. And excuse my French. but um, Please continue. <laughs> I mean, we know things are messed up right now. I mean, and it, But that's the beautiful part. Things can be messed up, but they can get right. We have an opportunity here in America like to actually make them right. America's only, in the grand scheme of things, it's, a, it's not even a teenager yet. It's probably eight or nine years old when it comes to how it would be if this was looking at um, growing up as a part of the growth process. So as we get into our, you know, going into our preteen years and we realize, oh, man, wait a minute, there's more that we have to offer if we collect, use our collective sense of responsibilities. And by responsibility, I just mean responsibility to this land that we live on. We all live in this place that we can say whatever the hell we want, pretty much do whatever we want within reason. And all that is asked of us is just to not harm anybody else. And if we saw more of the world, and that's how, and, and that goes back to your point of everybody doing a little bit of service, that's how I got to see a little bit more of the world, no more different people, and go, oh, okay, we don't have it that bad. It's not as bad as it is in, in Syria. I have friends from Syria. I have friends from, I have friends from Iraq. You know, I have friends from all these different places, and friends from Africa who, like, yo, for real, right now, what we're doing to one another in Africa, by African to African, tribe to tribe, is just like ridiculous. And I'm like, damn, at least, you, at least America doesn't have. They shit on people, they, they, they hurt people, they enslave people, they took kick people off their land, they made people build railroads, but at least you have a Chinatown <laughs> yeah. in like many major cities. Uh, jazz music is from black people. Stand-up comedy is from black people. Those are purely American art forms. Look at what we've given the world. And even the thought that, you know what, the people can have a voice. That, that is unique to America, that people run this thing. You know, the people. And if the people actually got involved, it would be 
awesome. Which you know? is why when I hear Donald Trump say, let's make America great again, all I can think of is, shut up, you fucking idiot. Well, he means for him. So we can sell it. That's what he's talking about. Yeah, he's trying to privatize world peace yeah. and shit. I think he, I think he makes a, a good point just for the terrible, horrible, wrong reasons, which is, you know, Alexis de Tocqueville said America is great because America is good. And when America ceases to be good, she'll cease to be great. And I think that's kind of a, <laughs> a problem right now is we've kind of turned into giant dicks. But you know what? Okay. Particularly around the world, beating people up and, yeah. and going into in the, to their houses. and That's that's what's wrong with America. And, it's not beautiful in that, in that instance. And it's sometimes, you know, okay, fine. But sometimes it's, we're not, we, I, I mean, in my, in my opinion, it's not our responsibility to run the entire world. No, it's not. No, and but why not if you can? can <laughs> well, I mean, the, why not if you can? Right, but like you know, the British people did it with their tiny fucking island, and mm-hmm. we're like a hundred times that size. And but land they at. didn't have television. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> they didn't have television in movies and films. They're well, also, we do it like we don't even just we don't do it to the degree like we come into we infiltrate and we put boots on the ground and we go, hey, this is how you are gonna do. Literally, we do it with the DVD or a CD release. And yeah, like, we like it's Justin the Bieber. Internet. Yeah, it's Justin Bieber. Like th- that's who these kids want to be right He's now. He's from Canada. Well, well th- close, close enough. <laughs> close enough. Close enough. Also, we did it. America light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, people always say like, oh, Britain did this and they're a tiny little island. We did it because we were an island. Yeah. Because we're surrounded by water. No yeah, that's us too. Us. Yeah. We have water on two sides and two <laughs> friendly neighbors. Yeah. 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 Two friendly neighbors as well. Yeah. According to Donald Trump. Only one friendly name. Well, neither you know, one of them is going to get an atomic bomb and drop it on us, okay? <laughs> like, true, that's true. not going to happen. You know, they were, Britain was referred to as, I guess this is how it gets its name, uh, as the Brutes by the Romans. Because what, they're dicks? No, they were just no, called the Brutes because they were in the wilderness. Them, yeah, it took them so long to conquer us. They were the ones that were out in the wilderness, and they were like, those are just Brutes. They, they are the ones who we're not even going to worry about right now. We just leave them to their own. And they lost the eagle in yeah. Britain. And then that's how, like, um, that's the story of uh, Merlin and all of that good stuff. Yeah, that's how that start getting into place, and then people are like, "Yo, we don't fuck with England," and England's like, "Yeah, Yo, you don't fuck with us." Yeah. <laughs> then they were like, "You know, we're gonna we make sure this, you don't fuck with us." Yeah, then we got this water over here. <laughs> <laughs> we're going everywhere, and that naval, naval, the, the yeah, sea. the British Navy. Yeah, oh, nobody shit. fuck. I mean, at one point, like they said, no, the sun did not set on the British Empire, and that's amazing. And to look at, okay, so you look at Americans and these dudes, they wrestled that. Now, oh, no, albeit they learned from the Native Americans that everybody had the right to be uh, to to think for themselves, and then that's when they go, oh, okay, we can do this for ourselves, and they started doing it for themselves, and then in the process, of course, they enslaved some people and killed some other people, mm-hmm. but we don't have, to, we're not, we're not there now anymore, and I say that to say, like, you actually have now where you can, it, <laughs> it's bad. I'm not even saying it's good. It's bad. But it's getting better. And it's like, yo, you got a kid who starts... America's like the bully in bad 80s movies. Mm-hmm. Remember like in Pretty in Pink <laughs> or in 16 Candles? There's always oh, that yeah. guy who's like, you know, James Spader before... <laughs> like, oh, James Spader like, before <laughs> Avengers. Right, right. <laughs> like, he's, he's, he's Ultron now, but yeah. like now America's that dude, like he's on the blacklist. And like America yeah, can yeah, be yeah. that dude who's like, you know what? Wait a minute. You don't want me on your side. Like you don't want me to go, you know what? I'm going to get rid of all these villains so that I can be the top villain and then go, hey, I'm number one head honcho. Current uh, current James Spader is like 80s James Spader, but on even more cocaine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so then where do you think, you're saying, you are saying said earlier that you thought America was a teenager. You think that's where we are in the evolution? Well, it's a preteen, and of, it's on its way to becoming a teenager. So then, so then when, when, when do we die? Well, When uh, we get like, do we have like 50 more theoretical years here before we turn into assholes? 
Well, that's, that's already the, happened. That's before already the happened. machines take over? That's already happened. When and they, they already have taken over. Do you think the machines are going to take over before we like, They already suck? have. They already have. Well, I mean, like, they, like we, in my we, brain. We, we need them. Like, we as American citizens need them. Yeah, I love the machines. You know, like, if there was, if if, if somebody figured out how to do an EMP, this country would be done. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally, like, dude. If, what's that movie, TV show, Dark Angel? Yeah, what's that show, Dark Angel? They also did it in uh, Ocean's 12, I think. Yeah. A pinch. It's called a pinch. Yeah, a pinch. Yeah. If With a... Uh, uh, what was it, Baggy? Uh, what was his name? Um, who's was that, that? Was that a TV show? Right? Who's that actor? Uh, uh, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that was like one of his best roles. <laughs> he was. That was one of his best roles. Well, better than his Ocean's Ocean's Eleven. That's what I'm talking about. Ocean's yeah. Eleven. <laughs> it was an Ocean's role. I think it was Ocean's Eleven or Twelve. Wait, you think that was one of Don Cheadle's best roles? That was the yeah, Ocean's was, Eleven when they had the pinch, right? The, well, maybe it was Ocean's you mean 11. when he puts on the, the British accent? It was yeah, like, he did. Was, yeah. he, was it British? Yeah, it was, it was British. Like, yeah. It was like it was a wild British. accent too. It was wild, yeah. <laughs> it was totally believable for an explosive guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a weird choice. Like, yeah. why? Why? Because uh, he's an explosive expert, he has to be from. from <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Interesting fan. He should fact be Irish. About that, about that movie is that uh, Brad Pitt in the movies is eating in every scene. Really. Because they didn't have a lot of time to eat, so he was just like he was just eating, and then it just kind of accidentally became a bit in the movie. And so every time you see That's him, hilarious. he's eating or drinking something. That's a nice little Easter, Rusty. Easter egg. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about his, he? He did he did that Irish accent in what was that movie? Um, Snatch. Slevin? Snatch. 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 Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. That's a good his movie. accent is fucking ridiculous yeah. in that movie, man. Really, yeah, he is playing what uh, referred to as Pikey's, although that's technically a slur. A pi- uh, see, yeah, Pikey. That's somebody you can shit on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wanna, oh yeah, yeah. I want to be able sure. to shit on somebody, man. I do. Nobody listening to this is like, <laughs> guys, please don't say Pikey. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. I said it, they'd be like, oh man, you you nope, you nope. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not the same. Like, you I know what we didn't get to are? rise. We're supposed to rise with this enlightenment. And I'm like, wait a minute, man. We got to mean a minute. Do you know what Pikeys are, Jack? Not, uh, it's not fish. Yeah, they're like travelers, like uh, gypsies. They're a bit like yeah, they're kind of like gypsies. Irish yeah. gypsies. Yeah, is gypsy a derogatory term? Yeah, I think so. You have to call them travelers. Yeah, because actually they're a cultural people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do have some like. Yeah, yeah there don't Be- they just travel Bedouins. and rob people? Bedouins. Isn't that what happens? <laughs> you watch with Sherlock Holmes, man. <laughs> no, I watching uh, Peaky Blinders. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> gypsies in that. Yeah. Why Dude, did they start calling Cillian them gypsies? Murphy. That's where the term "gyp" comes from. Why did they start calling yeah, them I gypsies? I forget. I know, talk there, to Max Rosenblum. He has a joke about that. Who does? Max. <laughs> that's a whole that, reason. Uh, uh, Why they were called gypsies. Yeah, yeah. It's like, look, I got gypped. And that's how, that's how the whole thing started. Same thing with like Japs and all that good stuff. Yeah, a lot of... Uh, it's sli- not, it's not even s- Japan. It's called Nippon, like for real. A, a lot, <laughs> I thought Japs was Jewish American princess. I did not understand this. Yeah, that those was, are the yeah, ones you made at GW. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously. I, 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 no, really. Really, it was. That was no, I, that, I had that's no true idea too. That's that was true a derogatory too. term for Japanese people. Yeah. Like, people would uh, say, oh, look at those Jap girls. And I was mm. just like, because they're wearing their leggings. And it's all not even Japan. Stuff. That's what America does. It's not even Japan. It's like Nippon. And somehow it became Jap. Yeah, a lot of slurs are just abbreviations <laughs> of things. So there's like the... There's the, there's a an ins, there's a slur for people from Pakistan in the UK that I'm not allowed to say, but you two yeah. could probably say it. What is it? You know, do you know what it is? Uh-uh, no. Oh, I know uh, what it is, but what what is it, Norm? Packy. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes Sorry sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Pack it, pack it down. But it is, it, but the reason it's a slur is because people would always use it like, and they would say it to Indian people as well. So yeah, yeah that like, makes without sense. any like that that's not sense. nice because you have like even here right? right you have. Uh, what is it? Puerto Ricans talk about Dominicans and they call them Dominicans <laughs> because it's like the whole they break down Dominican and say, "Now that's a, just a Dominican." I'm like, "What? 
Are you serious? Did you just talk about? Your, he's like, I, I'm not Puerto. Rican. I'm not Dominican, so I can say that. I'm like, that is, that is wrong, but it's hilarious. I get it. But you can shit on somebody. So, I don't have anybody to shit on. Speaking of Jack. speaking of the breaking down on that word. Okay, so people uh, have been, been in the military. I shit on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Save fair. our country. That's fair. Um, yeah, you guys in the adolescent phase. Don't it would be great. It would pay for school. People go to school for free. Then that would. Here's what it would, it would do. Oh, totally. If you went to the military, right, at least for two years, it would pay for your school for two years of education where you get at least a general studies diploma. You get a general studies diploma, right? And now the rest of it, you can actually go get a job. You don't have to pay loans. You can start going to school. But what would that do? That would take away the debt in this country and I would fuck it those would loan raise, companies up. Yeah, and it would raise the bottom up. Right. Like, And that's right. what you want. That's really right. how a society is going to be measured is by how do you right. treat the, the people at the bottom. Right. And so you want to like you know i mean like i don't understand what's wrong with a livable wage like what is wrong with that <laughs> that Why means somebody else is living i don't understand yeah, what the, the problem clues is in the name right <laughs> you don't want nobody <laughs> living. You want them, if they're living then that means they're not paying attention to they're not afraid so you can't put politics on them if nobody's afraid, see, people need fear. They need that shit. That's what politicians prey on. That's why I don't like politics. I think politics are like party tricks. That's why they call them political parties, man, because this shit is ridiculous, yo. No, that's clever. <laughs> that's clever, dude. Yeah. That's the snaps. That's the snaps. Politics are parlor tricks. That's why they call them political oh, parties. Because okay. they need people to be not, like in Britain, you guys have a house of commons, right? So that's a, that, those supposed to be the general folks. Commons, lol. Well, no, but that's the common folk that literally have a place where they have a voice. And that's supposed to be our Congress. But even in our Congress, D.C. citizens don't have a voice. So that means America in and of itself is bullshit. But at the same time, you can take D.C. citizens and put them in the military, which is wrong to me. Yeah. D.C. citizens and shouldn't have taxes. To, yeah, you know, yeah. we, we don't vote for war. I want to be able to vote for war. Like everybody it's the else. only, it's the only major city, it's the only major country that, um, fuck, that I know of, and I'm sure uh, that you guys probably know of, where the capital city doesn't have voting rights. Right, I've never heard of that before. Never, never happened. Before. Certainly not London. But the citizens, the citizens in it can actually go to war for the country, which is that is now uh, what do you call it? Catch twenty two, as they say. I'm fighting for something that really would never fight for me. That being said, make DC the fifty first state. Uh, I, Sam Jackson movie. <laughs> it's even worse than that. Make Robert Carlyle the man. It's not just that we don't have representation that take our taxes. Yes. It's also that they review every review every single law, of, yeah. law yeah. and Congress yeah. has the ability to be like, nope, we don't want this. Yep. So like, you know, Utah and Texas congressmen will yeah. be like, oh no, this gun legislation in this city where a whole bunch of people are killing each other and stuff. Oh no, we, uh, we, we don't like this. And so we're going to make a statement about it and block the legislation. And the yeah. only way to get around it is to pass 90 day emergency legislation, which has to be <laughs> renewed every single 90 days yeah. by the council. Yeah. And so that's like a loophole. So that's what the council does, but yeah. there's a limited amount of things they can do that for. Yep. So it took weed forever to get legalized. Yep. Yep. Slash, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yep. Just to quickly ridiculous. clarify for anybody in the UK listening that doesn't understand, DC is like a separate and like entity. it's a city state. Yeah, it's a so city you know, state. It's like, it has no it's like Athens, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's basically, except yeah. without the military, without the military, and all exactly. the badasses. And then they come and say, "But you got ships. We want your ships." Yeah, no, no yeah, no Leonidas. We're like the three hundred part two. Exactly. We're like those guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're not even like Leonidas. Like at least uh, Canada's like Leonidas and them. We're like the other guys who are like, hey, who are these guys who, like, where did they even come from? And it's like ridiculous. Like, we don't, it, it, this is what got me thinking about it. It's called, it's, it's not even called the District of America. It's called the District of Columbia. What is Columbia? Columbia's a country now, but not here. It's in South America. Columbia at the District time of ref, referred to, <laughs> the, it referred to truth. It's supposed to be the place of truth. But the truth about the, the, uh, the, the city state is, 
every citizen in that state does not have a right, is not actually a citizen of the greater government. That being said, if you let us, in, uh, maybe if they let us in the military, we could actually probably go. <laughs> you guys need a, a House of Lords. You need an entire unelected chamber of, of uh, parliament, of, of a, a whole unelected chamber of government to just to make decisions for you. And yeah. you don't have to worry about it. It's like being at the city, it's like being at the, it's like being at the kitty table of politics when it comes to like the vote. Like everybody's going up and they have a vote and then it's like, does DC have anything to say? And it's like, no, eat your macaroni. And it's like, hey, now we gotta go to bed while everybody else is hanging out downstairs listening <laughs> yeah, exactly. to Richard Pryor albums and shit. And we up there like, fuck, we never get to hang out like Utah, man. We never get yeah. to use the car. How come the, how come, how come, how come Nebraska gets to use the spare room? <laughs> like, God damn. Well, there was Hickam, Ohio, pissing in the bed. Oh, crazy cousin pissing in the bed. And then Maryland's like a drunk uncle coming in late at night, want to put yep. dick in our mouth and shit. <laughs> hey, let me show you this before I leave. Look at this Christmas pudding. We, we were going to get a, an electoral vote maybe five, ten years ago. But Utah wanted more seats. Exactly. We were going to have to give one to Utah wow. and one to us. It, wow. it, it, this was literally... Like, it was literally like the Missouri Compromise and, like, the other sort of shit that America used to do when we were like, all right, all right, we're going to let in a slave state. We also have to let in a free state, and we have to let them both in at the same time so it, like, evens it out. Yeah. And so it's not like, yeah. oh, oh, okay, so if we're going to give a Democratic seat to, to, you know, Congress, then we have to give a Republican one. Yeah. It's like, why don't you just not be dicks? Meanwhile, just nobody, don't be dicks. Meanwhile, nobody tells Utah you can't have more than one wife in Utah. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> Stop being Only place in the world where polygamy is fucking legal, mm-hmm. and you know, of young girls even. But hey, nobody says anything about that. Give them the uh, Winter Olympics. See, you guys just need to be like us and be more open about your undemocraticness. That's all. That's all. <laughs> that's all. That's all. And that's all. And back to your point about people joining the military. I think that's how we got all on this in this track. Uh-huh. It's like if everybody got to see. From the inside out, what it looked like, well, then even, people would be a little bit more um, receptive. Like in Germany, they do. In Germany, I think Australia, even other countries. We, South we Korea, stopped it in the 60s, I believe. Really? Yeah. Uh, Israel. Uh-huh. Yeah, everybody goes to Israel, well, men, men and yeah. women. Well, countries that, <laughs> yeah. countries well, that are under I think they constant threat. They don't mess around. Yeah, they got some fine ones, too, though. C- countries that are under constant threat of attack, like <laughs> South Korea and Israel. <laughs> yeah, they, that's they, true. they should probably they should do that. <laughs> but they be sending, like, Barbara Fellies to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, I mean, that don't even, count. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it has to be the military. I think it could be. It could be the Coast Guard. Of, like, well, <laughs> well, I mean, like, like, George, wanna, like George Bush, wanna, <laughs> some form of government, yeah. some form of government, score or like, that would be great. That's do, what Kennedy wanted. That's what Kennedy do wanted. some sort of you know work yeah. as you know like a low level prosecutor see, now we're talking hot or shit, man. defense attorney. You know, for like you know like like if you know, like just give back some way. That's what John Kennedy wanted. He was like, if kids saw the world, then they would see why America is a great country exactly. and why they would why we need to get rid of like this whole uh, Jim Crow and why we need civil rights for people. Well, people need vote. We cannot, and at the time, he was like, we cannot go out into to the world saying you can't do this, uh, 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 like in Berlin. He said, you cannot, we can't talk about the Berlin Wall when we got a wall that's not even physical. We can't have, we don't want people crossing like just city lines or state lines and shit like that. But if more people saw the world, which is what started happening, people started joining the Peace Corps and going to places like Indonesia and seeing like, just, you know, see how people shit on other people. And it's like, well, wait a minute now. We can at least go back home and treat our people better. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you get a better world. But, you know, if you have a peaceful world, maybe the, the reptile overlords, you know, 
The new world order. Yeah, they don't like it. I don't know. They like it. They like us all mad at each other right now. I think they're trying to change the way the position of the Earth in space. And that's that's why nine eleven was an inside job. Yeah, yeah. Thermite. People are. Oh my god. Don't even get it. I read. I read the Rock Creek Free Press, man. It's too hard to read that paper and be like, well, some of this is actually probably kind of true. Wait, there's a paper called the Rock Creek Free Press. Rock Creek Free Press. Get that, man. If you get that paper, look. All you got to do is get that paper, watch Die Hard 3, and then look at every 9-11 thing out again and be like, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> John John McClane. In Die Hard 3, literally, they they uh, they steal gold, right? The, uh, Hans yeah. Gruber's brother, he, he, the whole guise is that he's coming after John McClane. Meanwhile- Simon Gruber. They're downtown- It's genius, dude. Blowing up shit. It's genius. And they take the gold. They like they take all the gold that is literally in World Trade Towers. Yeah, and it was Same thing happened on 11. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, wait, oh, hmm. yeah, so Sam think- Jackson again. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so you're saying all of the gold was stolen from there at 9-11? Yes, it was. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. Building 7. <laughs> Really? Yes. When did this happen? You have to now. You have to watch Zygus. Now I'm getting to my conspiracy theory stuff. But yeah, watch Zygus yeah. on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, really. Like money was stolen. Um, and <laughs> that and that is why uh, there was a man on the grassy knoll. Yeah, yeah. There you go. His name was Sam Jackson. <laughs> 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 Sam Jackson's been in every movie. Yeah. yeah. Watch the Zabruta tape. I watched that shit too, man. That's well, the problem with like, America. Yeah, there's a se- there's got to be a second. <laughs> but shooter. But not the one with Clint Eastwood. <laughs> second shooter. Second shooter. Watch it. Watch it. You can see. You can see. The, you can see the there's Secret a, Service being pulled off. There's a second shooter, right? There was no. To say there's three shooters. Okay. All right. Well, I just let's just be clear. There's more than one shooter. Okay. We'll just say this. There's more. There's no uh, question. Uh, uh, Harvey Oswald is a patsy. Yeah, all right, all right, <laughs> yeah, 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 totally, totally. He's a patsy. That's why I think we can like agree. He's a patsy. Later. He's a patsy. That. And, That's j- what I mean, and like Jack Ruby was a patsy too. Yeah, of course they were. <laughs> they were all patsies. That it was, was the mob. It was uh, Magneto actually helped bend the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Did you see that? Oh man, yeah. Expert Days of Future Past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They like imply that uh, the Kennedy assassination, Magneto was like responsible it was for a that. Mute. Yeah, <laughs> he did that to Kennedy in retaliation for what Kennedy did during uh, the 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 Cuban Missile Crisis, where because there were mutants that were on um, in Cuba that they were actually trying to blow up. Oh. You gotta watch all these movies. Yeah, man. the X Men movies yeah, they had to change uh, the, yeah. the you know history. This is crazy. This is why we have movies. Yo, movies are historical fact. You didn't know that? That's that's what the Nazis were actually. Really? That was their propaganda. Even Selma. Well, Selma, yeah, yeah, because they didn't even use Martin Luther King Jr. speeches. They couldn't. You know why? Because Steven Spielberg. That, owns I really them all. Like <laughs> movies, though, man. have you seen Selma? Selma was good, man. I lived hey. Selma. Someone's good. I didn't. Direct, <laughs> directed like, by a British lady. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I know she's it's, a, British. It's, a, it's, a, it's pretty much a British film. The soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, because like, yeah. dude, yeah, 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 he's the, British. The main yeah. guy in it is uh, David yeah. o, David Oyelowo. Yeah. I, I haven't bought a soundtrack since Space Jam. I bought that soundtrack. It's a good soundtrack. It's a good movie. Space Jam soundtrack is dank. The Selma soundtrack is really dank. But the more, see, Selma, like, because my grandparents tell me about that, my parents. But the more interesting movie to me is about the long walk back. Because I was used to I was as a kid, like, you guys, I understand you guys walk to D.C., but walk, you guys walk back? Who the fuck walks back? Uh, <laughs> Wasn't no buses to take you guys back? And they're like, no, there no buses to take us back. And I was like, did Rosa Parks get a ride back? I'm sure she did. Uh, she's a great woman. Hey, has got a Rosa Parks story. Yeah. I met her <laughs> once, man. Really, I met her once. She was, she's great. Great woman. She, uh, so Gary and um, uh, this is where I'm, I was born and raised for a little while. And she used to come visit. She was, lived in Detroit, Michigan at the time. So she would always visit churches and hang out. And it would be like, cool, this is like Rosa Parks. So she came to my grandparents' church. 
And I was be sitting, literally sitting right down front. She walked like down front. And everybody's whispering. You can hear it. Like, that's Rosa Parks. That's Rosa Parks. And she comes right to where I was sitting. And I kid you not, I joke about it, but she says, "Excuse me, I think you're in my seat." <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" What, what a conundrum! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Do I get up? Do I get up?" And she's like, "No, I'm just kidding." I was like, "Oh my god, that is hilarious." She's been milking that, that her whole life. Yes. She's been doing that, that her whole hilarious. life. Excuse me, mate. You're in my seat. Going on a world tour, was, and like people hilarious. would be like, ah. <laughs> she's funny man she was I mean that's most hilarious people, like, man because when we see we see the black and white oh, images man. but then we forget these people lived and live in color mm-hmm. you know like there's pictures of Martin Luther King playing pool and I'm like oh and if you have, if we if you saw and this is part of why like as a kid I, I was always more and she Rosa Parks actually said this one she was more Malcolm X than she was Martin Luther King Jr. but the movement and the images always associated her with Martin Luther King. She was like, I was always like, yo, we need guns and shit like that. But Martin Luther King at the time was more like that too. He became more peaceful along the way. So the, and the media or the, you know, how it's sold to us is like almost on a holier than thou level of peace when this dude literally kind of evolved into that thought process. Like by the time he, when he died, he was one of the top 10 most hated dudes in the country because he was like, well, I can't be all about peace and not not speak out against the Vietnam War and that's when like America was like yo know your place nigga you can talk about <laughs> we can, okay you know what you're talking about when it comes to that shit down south but you don't know what you're talking about when it comes to these gooks <laughs> and he was like they're not gooks they're people and they were like shut up nigga where does that where does that, that slur come from <laughs> I have no idea yeah. man yeah, I know the Guardians idea. of the UK <laughs> <laughs> so I said I had to say um like when you ha- when you take these people and you remember that they make them people, then the mysticism is gone, and then you don't have these Jesus Christ type stories where you're like, I can never attain to that. I could see, I could see becoming, I could see Martin. I could, I know people who knew Martin Luther King, so it's not far fetched to me that, that that guy became a guy that we aspire to be. We would like our country to be reflect that that energy. If I'm not, yeah, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? We would like our country to reflect that energy, but then again. People still have in their heads that um, we can never be that. We can't do that. And that kind of that kind of stuff. So I like to dehumanize the civil rights movement and be like, yo, wait a minute. They, yeah, they walked there, but they had to walk back. And the walk back was a lot less interesting. <laughs> there wasn't, uh, yeah. wasn't no songs. That's mm-hmm. exactly how, uh, yeah. a lot of, that's how a lot of other states got black people. They probably like, <laughs> went, probably like went to a Wendy's or something. Well, yeah, like, yo, I'm not, like a couple of my friends, they're like, I'm not leaving. I'm just going to stay here in Anacostia. I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm staying right here in D.C. So like one of the questions we were going to ask is, why is America weird? But I think we oh. pretty much covered I'm, Yeah, I'm pretty sure we, we covered America that. Because America has this duality, man. Yeah. It, has a du- it has a dual nature. It's like, we want, to, we want you to believe we, we got it going on, but really we know it's like we're broken into a million little pieces in the background. We got kids that are like on drugs and shit. We like Dynasty. You ever watch the TV show Dynasty? I, I vaguely was. Joan, is that one with Joan Collins in it? Yeah, one of Joan the Collins. Collins is in yeah, it. Yeah, Empire yeah. would be like the closest thing to it now. On the surface, it looks like uh, this, these people have it together, but you know that the family is in ruins. Joan Collins. Joan Collins' sister, Jackie Collins. She passed away. She recently. just died. Yeah, yeah, she just passed away. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. We miss you every day, Jackie. She wrote all those books. Yeah, she wrote all those like sexy, sexy books. Yeah, everything in the eighties <laughs> that was on TV, TV mm-hmm. movie of the week with Jackie Collins. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so well, okay, we, like, so we've we've covered why America's weird. What about England? Like, why do you th- why is England? Have you ever been to the UK? I'm not not yet. I have friends from there. I keep I keep getting this invite, so I need to go. Cause I keep saying I want to do some comedy dude, over there. Those, yeah, those no, not shows. those. I keep getting this African prince. <laughs> <Come to my party. laughs> this African prince is like, hey man, if you come over, here, I'm sure I got a million pounds for you. <laughs> I'm like, what is that, <laughs> man? <laughs> that's the shit. <laughs> a million pounds. That's, that's like five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. I haven't been. So I really don't. I can't speak on it other than the people that I meet from there are always very cool and very, you know. He's talking about me. Have a, a cool thought process. They're just like, yo, I, I get it. Yeah, everybody I could meet from over there gets it, you know. Man, and I like the movies. What? I love Lock, Stock, and Barrel. And, uh, yeah, and I met Guy Ritchie once. Guy Ritchie oh, is the, really? he, uh, New York City. Ah. But him and Madonna. Madonna oh, was, was not so yeah, nice. Yeah, so he was, with, he was with Madonna at the yeah, time. Yeah. They're, they're separated yeah. now. That was inevitable. He it? is <laughs> cool, man. He's a dude. Because I'm looking at the dude, right? I'm looking at him. I'm like, I know this guy. And he's staring at me. We give that nod. Like, we recognize one another. But I know he doesn't know me. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, look around. I'm like, that's Madonna. And I look back. I'm like, that's fucking Guy Ritchie. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe he thinks I'm Fat Tyrone. I'm sorry, Tyrone. I couldn't get a five hundred kilos out in time. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, man. So everybody meet over from over there. Is- have you seen that? Have you heard that Tom Segura joke when he's no. like, Ty, so, you know Tom Segura? Yeah, uh-huh. He's got this great like. Uh, like low baritone um, black rapper yell he can do, okay. And so one time, Big Daddy Kane was getting out of a, a, a limousine, and he does this, okay, <laughs> you know, and it like sounds spot on. And yeah. then Big Daddy Kane like looks around and then looks at him and points at him, and he's like, "Me, oh, <laughs> not me, man." <laughs> that makes all that makes sense. That makes sense, yo. So, yeah, England, I can tell you why England is weird. Probably because they used to own everything yeah, <laughs> and everybody. <laughs> like, they are the ones who set the standard for standards. Aren't they like, aren't they, standards and practices comes from there, right? That's where the S&P catalogs come yeah, from? Yeah, probably. That's where S&P catalogs I mean, like, from? now there's nowhere else on earth we don't know about. That's true. Thank you, England. So, uh, yeah, so England <laughs> kind of did that, but then, like, Thanks, that's, Queen. like, America kind of also, like, finished the job with, like, the rest of America, and then it's like, well, once you find all of that stuff, then, we you know. Well, we still speak English. Mars. <laughs> we still speak English, yeah, which cracks true. me up. It's like, we still speak English, and we learn English, and we teach, we teach our history from an English uh, point of view. We teach it from America coming over here, being created, then going on to England, and we teach a little bit about France, uh, and then some about Russia, who was our enemy, and that's it. We don't yep. teach anything about like Australia or uh, uh, other countries in Europe that are, you know, other countries in Europe. We don't teach anything about Africa, anything about Asia. You know, you have to take those specific history courses. But when you take U.S. history or world history, it's taught to you from um, a British point of view, if you ask me. Still, so I think that's probably why England is weird because it still looms large in the minds of the majority. If that makes yeah, any sense. it's where time starts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. There's a zero parallel. <laughs> I think both our countries like, are really good. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're time starts like, here, guys. This is where As a matter of fact, time is falling back tonight yeah. because England. But, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. Benjamin Franklin was like, hey, that's something that's good that we can actually still use. Five, like because of five farmers. In yeah. uh, or we need or, more daylight. Or your kids have to walk home in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> And we're going to rape them. On the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jack the rip. <laughs> I want the daylight. I don't understand. Like, I'd rather have the light at night than in the morning. It's for the stupid farmers, man. It's you know what I like about England, though? It doesn't hide from its, its from the bad things that it did. Yeah, we're better at embracing that stuff. It's just like, you know what? Sure. Yeah, that was us, but was that's not say, us Both anymore. our countries are pretty good at whitewashing history. But like, <laughs> right now, England, especially when I was growing up, the UK, we are in a phase of kind of acknowledging and apologizing for things. Oh, the way you to guys a, make amends are To amazing. a degree. To yeah. a certain degree. There's still something. There's a lot of things like that we are trying to cover up L- that we should not be. In what do they say? Like. Let them know it's Christmas time. Yeah, thank you, thank <laughs> you, Bob, Bob Geldof. <laughs> 
Let, and you guys gave us Bro George, who actually had said the other day he slept with Prince. I just saw that. <laughs> and do you know what? That brings us on to something. Because I was going to, I have like a little quick fire round that I prepared last night. And the Union like, Jack. Yeah, just, <laughs> the Union Jack. I love that. The oh, flag. Yeah. Union Jack. And yeah, okay, here's a little fact for you. Did you know it's, it's actually. It's a little too close to the Confederate flag for my team. <laughs> but it's the cool version. Asshole. It's the cool version. Did you know <laughs> it's actually called the Union flag? It's only called the Union Jack if it's on a boat. Really? Yeah, but no one in England knows that. Everyone calls it the Union wow. Jack. The Union Jack just sounds so much better. Yeah. Man. But while we're talking, it's the name of a flag. While we're talking about Boy George and saying, <laughs> saying that he shagged, he shagged Prince, which I don't know about that. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I would it, think Prince shagged him. If yeah, yeah, if <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so I had to. I brought these like random quickfire uh, questions down, and one of them was, well, well, I'll start from the beginning. What's your favorite Kevin Spacey movie? Oh wow, favorite Kevin Spacey movie. I was just watching it earlier. It's probably Pay It Forward, but actually, oh no, you just suspects. You just suspects. Oh yeah, you just. Well, the thing about Kevin Spacey about seven. Like, I, I'm watching that Don't now. Don't look in the box. Yeah. Don't look in the box. What's in the box? So, so uh, in the there's box? so many movies. I don't even know he was in. Like there's yeah. like a negotiator or whatever, yeah. and then seven, yeah, yeah. which I'm half sevens with Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm David half, Fincher film. Halfway yeah. through that movie, Horrible Bosses is great. Oh yeah, he's good in Horrible that. Bosses. Yeah. He's just good. fabulous in everything he's in. And then K Pax is pretty good. K Pax is not bad. He's an alien. Kevin Spacey is also a guy with whose uh, sexuality is is been called into question numerous times. Yeah, he's an actor. But, I mean, yeah. But so? that's, that's that game. We oh, play. I know. Yeah, I don't care. But, but that's he, that game we play, British or gay, because yeah, he, yeah. he's he's like. He's, uh, he's he lives in the he do a residency? How did you know yeah, about yeah. that game? I I've played it. I read yeah. I read uh, I'm a classy guy. I read Gentleman's Quarterly. Uh, <laughs> the and, gen- and Max. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he lives yeah, he lives in the UK. He runs the old Vic. That's theater. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so but he, yeah. But he just resigned, I think. Po- yeah, probably. He's been like there for very eight recently. Years, yeah, yeah, but yeah. then he but he's always spotted in like famous gay spots and people are like, Are you gay? And he's like, nah. I've been to a gay spot and this is through no Okay. There's a bar in DC called the Green Lantern, and just so you guys know, it is not a superhero. Oh, you thought it you <laughs> thought it was like a comic book. Well, I was like, yeah, but, yeah, it's yeah. a bar for for the Green Lantern? This has gotta be awesome. <laughs> I'm like, man, and they got the Green Lantern on the thing, and I was like, Okay, I'm gonna go in. I was like, Oh, 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 there's a lot of spandex in here, but yeah. yeah. But then you have that moment where you don't want to be like, I don't want to be feel like I don't want them to think I'm not homophobic at all. Like I'm comfortable in my own skin, and I'm like I'm not, I'm, but I'm here now. So I have a beer. So, yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm gonna have fun. Yeah. I have uh, a beer. Have with, a beer, but not a bear. Right. I was like, I have a beer with you queers, and they're like, <laughs> Hey, you can't call us queers, and I'm like, Really? <laughs> <laughs> this is called the Green Lantern. I didn't call you whatever I want. <laughs> you duped me into coming into your bar. This is not Oa. This right. is not Oa. That's a, that's a deep joke. Next, <laughs> next question. Yes. Favorite marsupial. Oh, uh, kangaroo. Yeah, but it's a giant rat. Totally. Yeah, yeah. It's a giant rat. There aren't a lot of options, are there? Koalas. Koalas. Yeah, yeah. So are platypod. Yeah, pla- yeah. So how soon <laughs> after you get off a plane in Australia do you get to see a kangaroo? You yeah. see it immediately. They're yeah. like they're like ching chings at um. They're like at the airport. They're like at ching airport. chings. <laughs> not dogs. See, don't do me like that. What does that mean? <laughs> they're like uh, what do you call it? Slot machines, not Asians. Yeah. <laughs> Slot machines. Okay. And see, that's what I'm saying. See how he's about to test me? I said he was about to see. If I want to shit on Asians, I can shit on Asians. We have a the president. They don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Unless you got a president, you can't shit on hey, nobody. Hey, they got a president of uh, the University of Maryland. Oh, Wallace Lowe. Yeah. And then we owe them money anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So what about, okay, this one. Uh, you just have to pick mm-hmm. who you prefer, these ones. Uh, Clive Owen or Jude Law? Clive Owen. Okay. Uh, He's so much cooler. Julia Roberts or Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman. You can tell. Yeah, I, totally I, I watched right. the movie closely. Close <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Portman. Okay. Yeah. Niall Rogers or Quincy Jones? Ooh. 
<laughs> man. That's right. a good one. That's oh wow. See, Quincy is is bona fide, but then now Rogers has had his hands in more hits than anyone else. So since I would say, Le Chic, Le Chic, Chic, Le, <laughs> Le Chic, Le Chic. I have to go with Nile Rodgers. Because I've been listening to him more recently because I've been listening to Daft Punk a lot. Uh-huh. So that's probably the most recent. But I listened to The Dude the other day by Quincy Jones. I just happened to listen to it. It's in my Amazon like um, Prime thing. Nile Rodgers, Nile Rodgers. I would go for Nile too. Nile Rogers, man. He, he, he shagged Madonna. Nah, Rogers. Oh, he did. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, you Shaq Madonna? No, nope, but I wish. <laughs> that was the next. Uh, Quincy Jones is like, like, like white, white women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his daughter is Rashida Jones. Who's yeah, the most beautiful yeah. woman She's on the great. planet. But yeah. and she, her mother is the chick that used to be in what was the TV show? Um, it was Mod Squad. I can't. Uh, yeah. Like Patty, Patty, Patty something, Patty something. She was in Species and shit. Like he's he's, he's not Natasha Hendricks. He, he, anyway. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Prince <laughs> yeah. is a bad motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Bowie or Prince? Prince. Yeah. But Bowie's, star, yeah. Ziggy Stardust is great, but Prince, man. Yeah. And I think Nile Rogers worked with David Bowie quite a lot, didn't he? And probably Prince. Yeah, yeah, because that's what they got good on. Uh, um, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Nile Rogers song. Okay, next yeah. one. And <laughs> Nas or Damien Marley? Push. Oh, you got you got push two sides of the same coin. Yeah, because I like I like the album Distant Relatives, mm-hmm. and that was probably the best album of that year. Oh, yeah, me. I love yeah, that album. That yeah. album is great. So push. All right, Eddie Money or Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy. <laughs> even though I do want to go to Electric Avenue, that one, that one is. <laughs> I want to go so bad. <laughs> All right, wait, wasn't that Eddie Grant? Oh, same yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah, same yeah, Eddie, Mo- oh, Eddie Money's a <laughs> Eddie Money's the other guy. Eddie Money doesn't have to go through this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, Carson Daly or Fred Durst. Mm. Fred Durst because he did it all for the nook so they can <laughs> so they can fight over who gave dude that's such a great video yes, that's one of my favorite yes. music videos because you like see them at that point they're sitting in the theater yeah, and they're like, both Christina in the video they're both in the video yeah, they're yeah. Right there and it's yeah. oh it's yeah, just yeah, that's, that's when great. MTV still ruled the world uh-huh. that, that was when MTV was great and then like making the video like that yes. was like making the yes. video was just quintessential MTV that MTV. was like the perfect acronym the perfect combination I think that was probably one of the shows that started to turn MTV because that was kind of reality mixed with music. Yeah, and then yeah. like, but you still got the video at the end. And you're right, you're right, which was yeah, great. Yeah. It was great to see how they made the video and stuff, and like how at the end of uh, Christina's Aguilera's, ba- uh, not, 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 um, or this, her second single, whatever that was, um, they like put her face up. So that it's like it's like flat and you see it and there's like 10, 15 people who hold oh, up these things. Oh, I remember that. Oh, they start, yeah, they yeah. start with it up like and a, then they take it down yeah. and then in the video they were play, play it backwards yeah. so it's perfectly flat right. and that yeah. just blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like at the, end of, uh, at the end of Gremlins 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the girl gremlin with the lipstick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you ever seen that? One? Oh man, it's a great Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a I really good seen film. Gremlins, great so movie. Gremlins is a great Christmas movie too, man. Yeah, I've heard. You got to watch those, man. That was a Christmas movie. So the last question was just favorite song of all time. My favorite song of all time. It, had, uh, it probably changes. Mine changes. Yeah, my change. Uh, okay, so there's a song called "Genius to Love" by the Tom Tom Club. That's probably like still my, my Mariah Carey sampled it for uh, her song "Fantasy." So, uh, um, fantasy, yeah, that one, she's the one no, with no, the bastard, the one with, yeah, the one where he's like, yeah. Mariah, Ruh, no, no, baby, no, no, no. the pacifier. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, that that's probably there, but then that intermixes with "Lovely Day" by Bill Withers. Uh-huh. "Lovely Day" is because I mean, you can start every day with that song, and it's, that's how the day should go. I think, like, if I had a TV show, that would have to be the theme song because it's going to be a lovely day. 
just so I know what what song to use to like yeah. as a to so Bill with it, or then you have Tom Tom Club, and then uh, yeah, it changes. But those two are probably my go to, and then Prince Purple Rain. That's a great song. We uh, Purple Rain is fucking awesome. They man. showed. Have you guys been to the AFI? It's down, yeah. the, down the street. Yeah. We they they showed Purple Rain there a couple of months ago. Yeah, really? Yeah, Kelly yeah. had never seen it before. And oh, I took, I took her to see it. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of my favorite movies of all time. On big screen, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And she, but Kelly had never seen it before. And she was like, "What the hell am I watching?" <laughs> but like, she definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a long Prince music video. That's it. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a long form music video, yeah. man. And we by the time uh, you get to the end, uh, he wins with a ballad. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and there's and there's boobs in it. Yep. Apollonia. Hey, yeah. First time I saw someone in the movies there. And that one, that one chicken like Prince's Prince band. was on Apple. That make that lyric makes sense now. <laughs> I did not get that yep. lyric. Like Lake Prince Minnetonka. Was on Apollonia. <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. I swear, isn't one of the one of those chicks in Prince's band oh, from the man. like? Isn't she English? I think Wendy and Lisa are. I they think, both are. I think okay. one of them are, if not both of them, one there's, of them are, because they like, do scoring. Yeah, now. there's like a subplot in that film where they're like mad at him because he won't see Yeah, he won't, play, yeah, yeah. he won't play. He goes, your song's lame, I'm Prince, so I'm yeah. not doing your song. <laughs> so I'm not listening to your song. And they're like, whatever, man. But then they write, they write Purple Rain according they, to the plot yeah. of the movie. Yeah, yeah he's like, I got to do that. And that's the shit. All right, so... Uh, we didn't like we kind of like skipped over the like regular kind of boring questions of like how long have you been doing comedy for and stuff like that. So oh, eight years. Us. Eight years. Okay, yeah, cool. Easy. And then all in like DC, Maryland, Virginia, and stuff like that. Uh, no, uh, I'm international. I've been to Aruba. <laughs> oh. I performed in Aruba, oh, uh, uh-huh. DC. Oh, uh-huh. well, yeah, Virginia, uh, DC, New York, Maryland, Virginia, Jersey, Georgia. Um, I guess that's it right now. Uh, up and down the East Coast. Up and down the East Coast because some of them I've forgotten. I want to say Ohio once. That got in and out. Some of the ones you don't do good at, you kind of forget. You should. Uh, <laughs> you push them. But then some of the ones you do really bad at, you remember. You should plug your room. Oh, yeah. Solly's. If you, if you guys are in the D.C. area and you guys really like comedy, you should really come by uh, Solly's Tavern at 1942 U Street. We're there first and third Tuesdays. Doing our show, Attack of the Comics. Uh, if you're in the New York area, we'll be in the New York area at Madonna Cafe uh, in December. We'll be taking the show up there, Attack of the Comics. So it's one of those shows where we're getting together where you just come, watch comedians be funny. We uh, occasionally throw sketches up. Occasionally we'll have a musical act, um, improv troupe, something like that. We just really like having a good time. We do, we do all the things that we do wrong there before we get paid to really do what we do right. <laughs> that was a great plug. Yeah. So, so should fun. we go back? Is there anything that you wrote down, Jack, that you wanted to chat about that we didn't? Oh, uh, really yeah. Cover? Well, a couple questions. Um, go for it, dude. Who is your favorite comedian, comedian, and then local comedian? Uh, my present local comedian? Yeah. Me, obviously. <laughs> I love Norm. Present company exclusive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dirt. Uh, present, lo- present favorite. I have to come back to that because I have to think about that one. Oh, my present, well, local. And then probably it was Tony Woods. Because Tony Woods is local and he's international. And he was one of the first. When I first started watching like comedy for real, it wasn't even Def Jam. It's a show called Comic Strip Live that I used to watch. So like some of my favorites are like people like uh, Amazing Jonathan, Judy Tenuta. Amazing Jonathan. I love yeah, Amazing people, Jonathan. I love him. Amazing man. Jonathan is Magic so Magic and comedy are like Kevin Lee is yes. like from around here and he's great. Magic and comedy work so well Especially together. Especially when like you're, you're getting like you can get like five misdirections in a row of a, jo- uh, a, 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 a trick not working, yeah. not working, not working. Yeah. And then it works. Works. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. I planned all these things. Right I here. love it, man. You get this huge live and this great joke, and like he, amazing Jonathan's like his assistant. Yes. Oh yes, my god. Yes, She's like, that's, yes. Oh man. Man, he had a Comedy Central special that, that yeah, I watched no, over no, and over and over. So good. That shit is that awesome, man. So like, good. He's oh one of those dudes god. that I dug. Uh, he, he made me laugh. 
So as a kid, when you're watching it, like you don't really get some of the jokes. Like I guess like, who, who would I see early on? We'd be like Richard Lewis. You would see on those shows, and these are the kind of guys you see now, like Tim Allen and stuff. But then Eddie Murphy's probably my favorite favorite, and he because. Everybody, I know in my generation, when we saw Delirious and Raw, that's what we thought comedy was. It was like you wear a purple suit and you talk shit on stage and you can say some of the most outrageous uh-huh. things and that is funny. But I think he transcended stand-up. Like when he started making movies and I think he's probably the embodiment to me of a phys- of a comedian. Like he does the physical, like Robin Williams, the physical, the, the to me, comedy. Stage presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can just watch. Like Andy Kaufman, when you just watch him do this thing, that's as interesting as them doing their thing. Yeah. Um, so, and these, okay, so you asked me my favorite local and my favorite comedy comedian overall. Um, my favorite overall comedian was, uh, and probably still is, Dave Chappelle. He hasn't done anything in a while. But he's the guy, when he stopped doing it. For good reason. I think, <laughs> well, when he, I was like, when I was watching, I was like, this is the guy. But like, he goes around clubs still in like yeah, New York and yeah. like did a semi-tour. Yeah. He's, my, he's the voice. I was like, when he stopped, when his show stopped, I was like, okay. That was the day I was like, okay, well, damn, I need to go get this to try myself because I won't hear or see the stuff that I want to do. Mm-hmm. But then Patrice O'Neill was probably somebody else who really was just like, yeah, that dude is fucking ridiculous. So then, so you have Dave Chappelle and you have Tony Woods, but they're both two sides of the same coin because like Dave Chappelle came up under Tony Woods. And when I, again, when I started watching Def Jam, I can remember Tony Woods' Def Jam. I remember watching it and he was telling a story about a guy with a little arm and having a, a, a police officer with a baby arm. And he was telling this whole story about it. The next day, I went to go take my learner's permit test and there was a state trooper with a baby arm. So I was like, are you kidding? I didn't even know cops could be cops with, and they had disorderlies. With disorderlies. They had disabilities. So Tony Woods stuck in my head for that. So when I came to DC, when I started doing comedy in DC, there was a place called The Riot Act, in walks Tony Woods. Yeah, right. And I'm like, oh my God, this is that, that's, that's the guy. That's, that's the guy. <laughs> I, I like, think all three of us have had the privilege to, to, to <laughs> perform on the same yeah. show as Tony Woods. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and it's crazy, yeah, because yeah. I don't know how he does it, man. Like he's <laughs> because especially if you've got to go on after him and yeah. something. <laughs> well, and he he doesn't me, even write jokes, he just goes up there and talks, talks and it's just man. like and it's crazy. He asked me to introduce him and he's like, All right, so this next guy coming on the stage, um he's kinda new to comedy. Oh he's see, kind of an older guy, yeah, kinda yeah. kinda just like laid back. Uh, so I, re- I really want you guys to, you know, give him a warm welcome <laughs> um, and then he comes on stage and does this like jibber jabber babbling <laughs> that is just like the most amazing thing you've ever heard yeah. it just seems he's like gone he's on, sitting on your couch talking to you he yeah. lives in it. he's he gone on it. after me a couple of times it's and amazing. he'll just pretend to be British for like <laughs> 10 minutes before anyone realizes yeah, that yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. bullshit and he's like <laughs> But have you ever heard David Beckham? <laughs> when he does his bit, like I saw him once, right? He does. He was. He had just came in from Australia, so he, you know, somebody coming in off of the trip. That's what they want to talk about. So that's what he wanted to talk about. And we were at Red House Tavern in Baltimore, and they did not want to hear this. So he walked out of that bit and started doing like stuff that they wanted to hear, jokes and stuff, and then came back to it and wound up doing. He's supposed to do like twenty minutes. He wound up doing a whole hour just so he can get to this Australia story that he wanted to tell about hanging out with marsupials and kangaroos and aborigines and shit. And he was like, yo, that's not my cousin. Like, he was like, and that's the punchline. It's like, that's not my cousin. Look at his hair. It's like, how did, he's like, it's just, I don't even, he might be Kaiser Soze. 
Because it's like, this he's, dude is uh, everywhere. He's performed with a lot of famous... Oh. Like, whenever I see him, he's always showing me pictures of famous UK comics yes, who are, like, yes. super famous in the UK. He's yeah. like, hey, you know Richard Blackwood and yeah. stuff like that? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know them personally. Yeah. They're, like, TV people, man. He does, though, because he, he does, like, the Edinburgh Comedy Festival, Australia Comedy he's Festival. He's a comic he goes to, comic. Yeah, he, he, exactly. Like, he really is. Exactly. I go... Okay, short story. I'm hanging out in the, at the cellar. I go up to New York to hang out with Tony. He's like, coming up to the... I'm in New York. So we go up there. He's hanging out at the Comedy Cellar, right? So it's me, Stephen Nicks, and Tony Woods. So now we're upstairs at the comedy cellar, like where all the comics hang out. And I'm like, that's fucking like Jessamay Peluso. And I'm like, that's uh, uh, Bill Burr. And there's um, uh, Sherrod Smalls and uh, uh, Jim Norton. I mean, everybody, like, like, I'm looking around like, this is a fucking X-Men Academy of fucking <laughs> Like, literally, it's like, just a, like, oh, and they're all just chilling and whatnot. Damn near every one of them came up to Tony and was like, hey, Tony, hey, Tony, and sat down and talked a little bit like he's the godfather. Like, we got to get this blessing or I don't want to follow Tony or whatnot. Like, Daryl Hammond, this guy's been on TV, like SNL, and he's like, I can't follow Tony Woods. No, I'm not even going to. And I'm like, these, yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy you want to be like. You know, comics who go, we're glad he's not famous yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but he totally could be. Yeah, he, and exactly. He, he, that's the thing. He could. But he be. kind of is. He's that dude who could be. Who is? Who can be? Like we all know him. We, we, you've seen if you've seen Bad Boys of Comedy. He's like he's Puffy's. He's P Diddy's mom's favorite comic. Like when P Diddy does a show, you got to have Tony Woods on it because that's the only reason his mom is coming. So he's that dude. Uh, <laughs> like, can't not have P Diddy's mom on the show. <laughs> It's like, yo, it's ridiculous how, how, how crazy he is, but how cool he is with his, with the comedy, you know, cause that's a thin line of, that's a, that's a, he doesn't, he's not a, he's not an ego guy. And he talks to you like you're a person. But he'll talk to you about. And he's like, I'll tell you these ridiculous stories. Just like, yeah, it was Tuesday. Yeah. And, and, I'm hanging out with Ray Romano. <laughs> yeah, it's not a name. I know. It's, yeah. Just me and Ray are chilling. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. whoa, hey. Yeah. He's telling us stories about hanging out with Ray Romano. We're like, dude, we're not. He's like, yeah, Ray's talking about hanging out on his boat. He's like, so that's where I am. <laughs> to me, he's like, hey, yo, he's like, oh, you're from, you're from London. He's like, oh, you know, you know Russell Brand? I'm like, uh, well, yeah, and he goes, oh yeah, like, I did a show with him and stuff. I'm like, I don't know yep. him personally. <laughs> I know him because he was married to Katy Perry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's it. Chappelle and Tony Woods, man. Chappelle and Tony Woods. So, all right, another question. So, what, like, what has made you like? You're one of the best. Don't give me this bullshit. Mm-hmm. You're one of the best comics in DC right now. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, fuck you. Um, <laughs> you're one of the best, like, easily. And so, like, what has made you? What has like the been like made you really good? Has it been like writing a lot, getting stage time, like focusing on this? What has both, been like the both. things that like that have really helped you get back? Um, yeah, I, I would say because I constantly write. I mean, I'm a, but like right now, I'm just refining this act because I want to do something with it. Um, not taking no. At the end of the day, because, you know, we get a lot of rejection. It's a lot of rejection. So I started looking at comedy like a woman. And it's like, not every woman is going to like me. Not every woman I come on to is going to like me. So that's <laughs> why I started seeing the clubs, like, or the performances. Like, well, this club just didn't, they didn't get me like I got them. But at some point, I'll find that groove. And then, you know, I'll get good at what I'm doing. And then I just kept hacking away at it. And that's why they call it, hacking away. You hack away at it until you get to a point where you're comfortable. And then um, now I'm getting more comfortable in what I'm saying. You know, like even my like even this this today, you like people listening, they'll hear some blah da 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 da. But I'm cool with being able to say that because I know there are no words going in. There. That's a part of my, that's a part of my vocabulary or my vernacular or how I say things. So it really helped to just start studying myself and saying, you know, if you really want to, what kind of comedian, what kind of comedian do you want to be? What is listen to yourself? These people listen to you for five minutes. If you can't listen to yourself for five minutes, then it's not that good. 
So <laughs> when I wasn't that good, I had to admit that I wasn't that good. And then just force myself to keep going back to get better, if that makes any sense. Because yep. when you're funny, and, and this is just something that I learned in this business, when you're funny for real, like you're not really, it's, 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 I think it's harder because you actually have to have things that are structured in order to, it's hard to be funny for comedians. It's hard to be funny, and it's hard to be funny in front of comedians. It's like trying to be funny in front of your family. They already know all of your tales. They know everything that you're going to do. So when you're doing it, it's like, uh, I'm not performing for you. So I had to take away that veil, that fourth wall, where it's like, I'm not performing. I just really want to be myself. And then filter the things that I see through my funny. Okay. Does that make sense? That was beautiful. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> because... We've all done shows where there's the audience is made up entirely of other comics who have all yeah. heard our yeah. stuff before. And if we haven't got anything new that we want to try out, then you end up just having to be like, "Hey, what's up?" But then you know, I watched Seton Smith a lot, man, and he didn't care who was the, he didn't care who the audience was. It wasn't he didn't care, and he was a real big inspiration because I watched him perform, and like comedians at the time were digging him and loving. Him. I mean, the guy's a lovable dude, and they were loving him. But then he 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 had a problem doing black rooms, and then he forced himself to do black rooms. And then he went in and was just like, he figured out what was different about him and what the audience would catch on to. And then he was able to tell his material his way. He didn't have to change himself or change his voice. And I was like, that's, that's commendable where you go, where you watch somebody who might have a hard time. It's like watching Jordan. who against the, the Pistons. Well, yeah, like, you know, you know he's having trouble. But then at some point, you know what? I'm not having trouble anymore because he kept playing. And that's, that's what you got to do. You got to keep playing. And you're going to have those moments, like Patrice says, where people, like, not everybody should be laughing. There are moments where not everybody should be laughing. Those are comfortable silences. I love those. Those are my favorite. Yeah. You know, if, you get, if I get a chuckle, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I get a chuckle, I I'm good. I just need to hear one person <laughs> laugh, and I'm like, all right, that's good enough for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good, she gets good. it, yeah. or, or he gets it. And then we said, like, the, the show we did the other day, where that, it was packed, right? Where that kid brought a bunch of his friends. Yeah, yeah. They were just a, they were they were an audience who were like, yo, we, we we're here to see our friend, but damn, we're gonna see some. We happen to see some good comedians at the same time. So once I keyed into that, they 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 were there for their friend. I was like, I can practice some other things that I want to do, and not you know there's this balancing act between the artist and the entertainer that lives inside. You know, like we entertain. That's our job to make people laugh. So whatever they're laughing at is cool with me. If they laugh when I walk sure. up on stage, that's fine. I don't care if they're laughing at me or with me. They're laughing job is done but at some point as an artist I, I i you know i'm trying to paint this picture so then it but it, you never know what the picture is until you're finished with it you know what i'm saying like you, you, i don't some artists go okay i want to paint a man holding an umbrella and some people just go to the canvas so i you know started listening to a lot of jazz and started doing things that weren't comedy to actually help scape or shape my artistic side and feed the artistic side you know because the, the artist has to live and the entertainer has to eat. <laughs> okay. We've got some mini, mini yeah. Haywoods running around. Thelonious <laughs> is in the back trying to figure out, trying to, trying to fall on his head. <laughs> and then he sinks yeah, down in the couch. Like, nope. <laughs> yeah, that's the jazz. That's fine. I won't uh, hurt myself in front of you. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> he, just, he just sat up and gave me daggers. <laughs> I, like, I touched him and I was like, this is getting a little too close to possibly head. <laughs> you right. And, and like, You're all right. And then he was like, I can't believe you told on me, dude. <laughs> that's what it is. You got to fall on your head. You got to let kids fall on the head sometimes. That's what comedy is, man. Mm-hmm. I love watching oh, new comedy. I was going to sit there and watch it. I just, yeah. you know. it's, it's, a, it's a train wreck. You watch it and it's like, he's going he's gonna to fall on his head. And then it, right there, he's going to use his feet. Like and grab hold and pull back. Yeah, kids have magical powers like that, dude. I've seen Jack do that loads of times. It's, there. When it, it's mostly when he's drunk talking to Coed. <laughs> 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 Only in the bedroom. <laughs> Only in the bedroom. 
Gino. Hashtag Georgetown waitlist. <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? That's what it says, Art. <laughs> that was an uh, educa- educational institution Classic. joke for uh, any you went, to, you went to Gino, right? Yeah. Cool. You went to Penn, too? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. This shirt is so a friend it's of mine. It's a girls. It's a girls. Jack likes to wear ironic Republican. Ivy League. Yeah. My, my mom, my, my, one of my best friends from college went to Penn, and yeah. so I was up there hanging out. At the time, he was very much a Republican, mm-hmm. and he was in a fraternity. And so one of his fraternity bars was selling these shirts, and I was like, I see an opportunity, yeah. and I paid $5 yeah. for this amazing yeah. shirt. Yeah, I got those. 2008, I think, right when he was running? I got those. Fucking Ben Carson sent me something. Yeah. Like, he, sent me his whole, he sent me his whole, like, the, well... You know, and this is the first time I ever got one as a voter, so I was, like, really excited. I'm going to put it up. Like, he sent his picture, his platform, and, like, a card, and, like, he's, like, things, and then, like, it's, like, so it's, like, Dear Haywood. It's, like, for me, because I'm a voter. Ben Carson did it. Yeah, yeah. Well, his people. You know, okay. his, his Dr. Ben Republicans Carson. for yeah, Ben pa- yeah, yeah. Carson did it. And I'm, like, this is pretty awesome. I got something from a politician. I'm going to do this. And then my wife's, like, we voted for Ben Carson. I'm, like, no, but this is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great. Like, that. It says, hey, Haywood, how are we doing? I know you're a voter. Da, 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 da. Would you like to uh, vote for me? I'm like, nah, dude, you don't, you don't get it. <laughs> for anybody in the UK listening, Ben Carson is a, a black Republican, which basically, he's, he's a bit like a, a Jewish Nazi. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, not, you know, no, like a Jewish Nazi. He's like a Jew with a Mercedes Benz. Because you know better. I'm not, I'm not for no Nazi, <laughs> but constantly I will drive sleep. the shit out of this bin. <laughs> he's got this, he has this like eye closed thing going on where he just like uh, he's sleeping. Here's what bothers me about him: like he's a he's a doctor, he's a neurosurgeon. So you would think he has more common sense. Common sense, yeah. But like, because I watched a movie with him with like gifted hands with Ben was uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. And I was like, this is what he should do for his campaign. He should have he should hire Cuba Gooden Jr. to like literally pretend to be him during his campaign. Yeah. Then maybe we would vote for him because it would be like, oh, we're not voting for him. We're voting for Cuba Gooden Jr. Oscar winning actor. Cuba Oscar Gooden winner. Jr. Show me the money. Yeah, yeah. He also he like mucks some people up when he did surgery on their brain. Well, yeah, like, it's brain. Some it's, people. Yeah. it's brain surgery, hey, man. You can't break. You can't. You know. You can't. It's not, it's not rocket science. Yeah, you can't make eggs without fucking breaking a few. <laughs> or is that omelet? Is that the actual correct? You can't yeah, make something a, like that. You can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. But those twins, he helped separate those and join twins, and that's why the movie was made. And he's from the inner city streets of Baltimore, which is how the fuck are you a Republican yeah, from the inner city thinking. streets of Baltimore? Yeah, yeah. That makes no sense. He's just a super, super conservative. Black Republican, though. It's not odd to me that blacks are Republicans because Lincoln was a Republican. So the first party of most black people when we were allowed to vote is Republican. Oh, and they love to, they love oh. to tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, Lincoln was a Republican. Yeah. I don't think that was quite the same back then. But no, right, no, yeah. no. And they, like, Republicans at, at a time were more for the people. This, you know, America being called a republic. But somewhere, like during when Kennedy became president, it was just like these dudes don't get it anymore, like man. Southern, Southern Demo- Democrats. <laughs> those dudes stuff, just right? did yeah, not. Yeah. Those link, those uh, uh, Lyndon B. Johnsons, they didn't get it. They were like, oh no, I'm a freedom nigger. They're like, wait, 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 you ain't got to say that. It's the 1960s, whatever, nigga. Wait, wait. Yeah. wait. <laughs> Who is the Alabama governor? The guy that everyone was George in? Wallace. George was, Wallace. Wasn't he? Was he a Democrat? Uh, he was a dick. Uh, no, he was a Republican. <laughs> Democrat. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But uh, stood, in the school, stood in the schoolhouse door and was like, "This just not happening." Yeah, you're, you're, not, you're, not, you're not going hey, here. I've seen, I've seen Forrest Roll Gump. Time. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen Forrest Gump. I know about. I know. I love t- speaking to Tony. Right, the other night we were performing together. Uh, Monday after uh, we did O'Sullivan's, we did um, Jackpot. 
and a couple of people in there from Alabama. Oh, shenanigans. Shenanigans. See, whatever. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's Irish. Like, <laughs> shenanigans. Shenanigans. All those Irish names sound alike. They do. They all look alike, too. They all, all named Mick. Uh, they all named Mick. <laughs> or Jip. Or Jip. <laughs> or, or Brad Pitt. So, Tony, is, is the artist is from Alabama. And um, Tony literally started d- doing bits about rocket science <laughs> from Alabama. He said, they all go to Tulane? Or is that right? All the rocket Huntsville, science? if they're in Huntsville. Huntsville, that's it. He said they're in Huntsville. They're all rocket science. Yeah, they're all rocket science. Is that scientists. what they build rockets? Yeah, that's what they build rockets. <laughs> they build rockets the in Alabama. Huntsville Space and Rocket Center. And it's like, it's pretty cool. They have like a, like. Those people from Alabama died. Yeah. They were like, oh shit, they are rocket scientists. I was like, I did not get what this is. He might as well speak in Chinese because I didn't know that. But that is hilarious because they loved it. I was like, how is he talking? And he was all old white people and they loved it. Then they remembered him coming to Alabama with uh, years and years ago, him and Chris Thomas. And I had to go in between him and Chris Thomas, which was like super scary. But they were like, "You were okay. Uh, <laughs> you were okay. You're a nice uh, cushion, in, yeah, like, cushion in between. You give us a chance know. to catch our breath. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's great that he like he like told rocket scientists jokes. Oh, but, yeah. it was. That's man. the whole reason Huntsville exists to build rockets. Yeah, yeah. They built so like the, they built the Redmont rocket. Really? Red, I don't know. Red, Red Redstone rocket. I don't know. They built a whole bunch of huge rockets for like to sending people and shit in space. Damn. So they are rocket scientists in Alabama. Yeah, like that's it though. And like, not just plantations. Yeah. He said we got those two. <laughs> so to bring it full circle, Jack Jack is from Alabama. This and it was true. funny. We we're talking about my name in the beginning. Oh, uh, no, here we were turnip seed junior, right? So Jack tells me one day. He's like, I know uh, some turnip seeds from Alabama. And I was like, really? And he's like, they're white. And I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I was like, that's the family that had the pleasure of bringing us here. Yeah. So, <laughs> and you had a, the plaque. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's the plaque that shows you that each, where each brother was named Turnip Seed and each brother took a slave unto himself. And all American turnip seeds come from. You've seen that plaque, though. I believe there is a plaque <laughs> in the backyard like, yeah. of the turnip seed that I yeah. know. There's the plaque. I'm not 100 on this. No, I have the plaque I'm on my Facebook page. first names. Just Did so they put that there so they don't But have... I think. What does it say? I think. I'm going to pull it up because. Okay. There. I'm going to pull it up. There. Pull it up and read it because I feel like maybe they put that there just to, like. Just to, so they didn't have to pay reparations. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what they did. Who knows? Well, they, they, well, <laughs> all right, so it, it says, "Is this in here?" Oh no, that's the outpost. Keep fill time, guys. Fill time while I pull. This what up. else did you want to uh, talk about, Jack? Well, we're um, here. Well, I think this is a up. lovely crescendo to end the yeah, show. Yeah, okay, on. good stuff. Okay, um, and then we can do our bond segment separately. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can also, bond. we're going to cut this out, Norm. Well, I'll cut. Because we'll this cut is just dead air. Yeah. This is our, dead air. This is filler. Our podcasts are already too fuck too freaking long. How long are you podcast normally? Uh, an hour, hour fifteen. That's we're good. an hour that's and that's sixteen good. now, so we should wrap it up. Oh, now. okay. As soon as okay. Ha- as soon as Haywood's ready, we need that see. Chappelle wrap it up box. <laughs> that was a great bit. That was, I think the first wrap episode. it up, B. Okay, so here we go. Turn All right. It, uh, so uh, three, two, one. All right. So Turnipseed, or as it was known in, it's actually a German name. The German version of the name is Rebsamen or Rubsamen which is where the rhubarb comes from. These were rhubarb farmers. Actually, greens come to America from Germany. So the turnip seed family, known in German as... Uh, excuse me, let's start again. The turnip seed family, known in German-speaking Europe as Rubsamen or Rubsamen, 
is an old family of Turbenthal, Switzerland, first mentioned there in 1419. As early as the 3rd century AD, they were part of the some kind of German tribe, oh, the German tribe that actually is uh, the German tribe that lives in today what is known as Switzerland. The brothers Bo and Hans Rupsalman, sons of Rudolf Jr. and Margaret Rupsalman, uh, came to America in 1970 through how South Bo's, Carolina. How is Bo spelled? Uh, Rube Salmon? How is Bo spelled? B-E-A-T. Oh, no. <laughs> B-E-A-U-T. All, um, so it says, all American turnip seeds are descended from them. The family name was translated from German into the English turnip seed around the time of the American Revolution. Jacob Rube Salmon, son of Han and... Catherine Rubsalman served in the Revolutionary Army. Hans Rubsalman was the younger of the two brothers who came from South Carolina. Samuel Turnipseed, son of Jacob and Catherine, uh, moved with his wife Dorothy and their children from the Germanic enclave of Richland and Fair County, South Carolina, to the eastern Montgomery County, Alabama in the fall of 1827. They settled in Hopewell Methodist Church community. Today, it is in both Bullock and Montgomery counties. Samuel and Dorothy Derrick Turnipseed are both buried in the old Hopewell Church Cemetery. George Spencer Turnipseed, this is where my slave owners come in. <laughs> George Spencer Turnipseed was the son of David and Elizabeth Turnipseed and grandson of Samuel and Dorothy Derrick Turnipseed. Now, 1873 or 1874, he, a Confederate Army veteran, moved with his wife, uh, Margaret Elizabeth Thomas Turnipseed, and their children from Hopewell Methodist Church Community to Raymer, from uh, Hopewell Methodist Church Community to uh, somewhere else in Alabama, and then Elizabeth and them had many children, and all turnip seeds that are buried there are their children. That's where our family comes from. So, for the just to clarify for the listener, in case you haven't guessed by now, uh, Hayward Hayward's a black guy. In <laughs> 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 Swahili, uh, they told me turnip seed means those Negroes don't run very fast. <laughs> whoa, whoa, that's right. Well, anyway, I think that's about all we've got time for. It's the same thing. <laughs> on, that, on, on, that, on that bombshell. <laughs> Roll time. It's fine. It's fine. We still like to say, hey, man, the, these people now, there's a guy by the name of Tom Turnipseed who lives in South Carolina. He actually yep. uh, used to work with George Wallace, and he got shot when George Wallace was almost assassinated. During that time, he actually changed his law practice to help he did his part to help in um, uh, to help bring civil rights to America, help black folks get the vote, help people start seeing people as people, and atone for his family. He hasn't paid reparations, but he has given out plenty of family scholarships so that young turnip seeds can go to college. And that's actually what this country is all about. We might make mistakes, but admitting our mistakes and atoning for our mistakes is what might one day make us great. Big America! Fuck yeah. Big, <laughs> big up turnip seeds. Big up. Ooh. Big up. Thanks for coming on the show, Hayward. Thanks for having me, guys. The yeah, Brit and the Bumpkin. Yeah, yeah you guys, awesome. you've been listening to the Brit and the Bumpkin. My name's Norm Quarrington and I am the Brit. My name's Jack Conwin and I am the Bumpkin. you got to say uh, your thing. Real time. Glad all over. <laughs> I'm Hayward. Follow me on Twitter at Woody Oh, yeah. Plug, quick, <laughs> quickly plug plug it again. I'm on. My name's Hayward. I'm on Twitter. Follow me at Woody Seed. W-O-O-D-Y-S-E-E-D. It's because the woods are seedy. And I am at Norman Q on Twitter. N-O-R-M-A-N-Q. And you should, I don't have a Twitter, so you should follow uh, Jesse Thomas. He's at J.T. Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Bye, everybody. Love you. Bye. Can
can make us stronger. I need you to hurry up, man. Cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night, man. That's how long I've been on ya. 